You're listening to the Astrology Hub Podcast, practical wisdom for living your life on purpose. Hi there, my name is Amanda Poole-Walsh and I'm the founder of Astrology Hub. And I'm Donna Woodwell, Astrology Hub's astrologer and senior editor. And we're here for your weekly forecast for the week starting Monday, January 21st, 2019. And Donna, last week's theme for, for the week was life at the crossroads. And just a question for you listening out there, how did that play out in your life? Were you faced with some big decisions, some crossroads type moments? Just interesting to reflect upon as we embark upon this new week. And Donna, it is a new week. New energies were technically out of the eclipse portal, although I know the energies of eclipses can stay, for, stay with us for a while. And if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say Eclipse Portal, please check out episode 008 from last Thursday. Donna and I go in depth about Eclipse Energy and give our top tips for how to work with the intensity that can accompany these periods of time. But Donna, tell us about this week. What is the cosmic theme we'll be playing with? And I use the word playing purposefully because I'm sure everyone could use a little playfulness right now. Oh, Amanda, absolutely. Now, I, I think of this as a recovery and integration week. And I think we have to build in that for ourselves. In every time I know I'm going to be doing some deep work, whether if it's in therapy or in a past life regression, part of the process is giving ourselves time to integrate. So just imagine moments when you've had you know, a deep catharsis or you've been crying over something for an hour or two or more, you've had a shock to your system, it takes a little while to work through what that means and return to center. And if you try to just shove it all in a box like it didn't happen, you're losing the opportunity to reflect on that situation and find the real richness of it and weave it into the new story of your life. And so this really is a week to allow yourself to do that to be kind and nurture yourself and give yourself the, whatever time you might need, if it's been complicated, to do that integrative work. Mm, so important and so undervalued in our modern society, that, that integration time. And when we do that, we get to actually experience the richness and mine for gold in whatever it is that experience that we had. And when we skip over it, it's almost like the lessons are half-learned or half-baked. It's like it doesn't really get to come to full fruition. So it's a really important reminder, Donna. Thank you for bringing that to our awareness as we start this week. And what do we start this weekend? Well, the, the aspect that we talked about last week in the forecast with the eclipses is that Mars and Saturn are actually exactly square on Monday morning. And that's a heck of a way to start out a Monday morning. I mean, in a way, it's like having a slightly off-center tug of war. But, you know, I'm always reminded of that episode from War Games where it says, you know, when there's a war, sometimes the only way to win is not to play. It's the same in a tug of war. If, you've, if you find yourself struggling with someone else that you just can't see to eye to eye with, you know what? You can't have a tug of war if you both drop the rope. War's over under those circumstances. So you might find yourself in a situation on Monday morning where there's friction, but it might be not the right time to address that situation. And you might either need more information or you just may need to be in a, a more centered emotional space to really recognize it's like, you know what, this isn't really important to me. Or maybe there's another way around this. And because you're so emotionally charged, you can't see clearly what that other way around it is. 
And the interesting thing about Monday, though, is that even though we have that difficult aspect in the early part of the day, it's not the case with Monday evening. So Monday later in the day, there's a very auspicious lineup, um, which astrologers call a grand fire trine between the moon in uh, more happy-go-lucky Leo still from where it was with the eclipse, but later in the sign, Mars in the fire sign of Aries, and Jupiter in fiery Sagittarius. Whenever these planets get together in a very harmonious way, there's a new optimism. There's a new feeling. You just think of fire. When you light a little fire and a candle on your desk, it makes you happy. It's why we light candles at all kinds of events. It, it keeps away the darkness. That light will give us a feeling of, you know, yes, we can continue moving forward. We can find healing. There is a way out of this. And it also happens to be, in the United States at least, um, Martin Luther King's birthday. One of my favorite reflections when we celebrate that holiday is, you know, he really stood for lighting candles in the darkness and standing up for a better, healthier, more equitable way of moving into tomorrow. And that there's something about his spirit that we can also keep burning brightly. We can keep that hope burning brightly within us. It, it seems like a very lovely thing to have happen as we celebrate MLK Day here. Absolutely. And his reminder of love, you know, love above all else. You know, some other things that I do to, to tune into optimism, you know, that feeling of optimism. One saying that I love that Tony Robbins says all the time is, life is happening for me. Just that reminder of like, life is happening for you. It's, it's not happening to you or against you. It's happening for you. And all the things unfolding in your, in your life are for, for your ultimate good, especially if you take that attitude. Astrology, of course, always keeps us tuned into a sense of optimism. There's a greater plan. There's a greater purpose. There's a greater sense of meaning. And then also connecting with others who inspire you, you know, listening to the people that inspire you. Podcasts give us such an opportunity to do that these days. I'm just obsessed. <laughs> and in those times when it's like, God, I, I feel down. I, I could use some help. It's like we have access to the voices and the light and the love of others all the time. And so just surrounding yourself with those messages when you do need that reminder um, that life is good can be so helpful. All right. So Donna, tell us about Tuesday. What's going on Tuesday? Well, talk about getting a, a sweet treat for the week. We have twice a year, the planet Venus, which is the goddess of love. She's beautiful. Venus hangs in the sky right before, uh, right before the dawn or right, right after sunset. And anyone who spent some time looking at her, she's stunning in her glory. She's the brightest thing in the sky after the sun and the moon meets up with very optimistic Jupiter. And so we associate those, I mean, those are the two benefic planets of all good things. And so there's something very sweet about Tuesday. You know, it's one of those moments where ask for something that you've always wanted and you might find that's exactly what you get. And certainly make time to give yourself a little treat in honor of their meeting in the sky because, you know, hey, maybe it's a reward for just getting through the last week of our lives, but it just seems like such a nice moment. We don't want to miss it. Hmm. Sounds like an opportunity to create a little ritual on Tuesday for Venus and Jupiter. And I love this idea of, of asking for what you want. And then you might be surprised at how fast you receive a yes or how fast you receive it. So Maybe ritualize this moment and really let it sink in and experience the magic. I don't know for you, but sometimes, at least for me, we get so caught up in the doing, we forget to take those moments to look back and go, wow, I did that. 
and celebrate how far we've come. And it's, it's such a nice moment of celebration. Absolutely. All right. So tell us about Wednesday. Yeah, because, you know, back to work as usual, you know, you may not be able to rest for very long on your laurels. Um, Wednesday, the moon moves into Virgo. And when the moon's in Virgo, we often feel like rolling up our sleeves and getting back to work. But it's nicely aligned with Saturn and Capricorn. And you know, given that I'm a Virgo and, and Amanda is a Capricorn, uh, this is a day we're going to like because the two planets in each signs are nicely aligned. And it's a good day to you know, get back to doing something practical. It might give you a sense of peace to just, I don't know, sometimes for me as a Virgo, once things have all been crazy, I just need a day to like clean my desk and clean my house and make sure put everything back in order. And then I can take a breath and go, huh, okay, I'm ready to face what comes next. It's that kind of day. I wouldn't, however, make any promises on Wednesday night because heating up in the evening hours is this mutable T-square. So mutable means changeable and T-square means tense energy. And so the planets involved are the moon, which is how we feel, and Jupiter, which is how we have a long-term vision, how we integrate with larger society. And Neptune, which is all about tapping into those deeper spiritual voices, but also it can be very elusive as we get lost in our own imagination. When they all get together, it's not always easy to understand the long-term consequences of someone because our intuition believes one thing, but that may not be exactly what reality says at the same time. So before you commit wholeheartedly to things that might come up around Wednesday night, let the buyer beware and understand that sometimes when things glitter, they may be gold and sometimes they may not be. And you might need a little extra time to figure out which is which. Shortly thereafter, Mercury shifts into a new sign. And Mercury is the ruler of Virgo, which makes this, again, a potent time to say, hey, wait, because you don't have all the information yet. As he shifts into Aquarius in the overnight hours, wouldn't be surprised if that triggers something about eclipses. The thing with eclipses is astrologers say that they're making sensitive degrees in, in the sky. So what is a sensitive degree? Okay, um, imagine you take a quick moment and you stare at a really bright light and then you shut your eyes and you can still see the after image of the really bright light even though your eyes are closed. That's what it means to create a sensitive degree. These eclipses are so powerful that degree kind of has an after image for a little while. And Mercury will be sliding across that place where the after image is. And Mercury is the planet that has to do with going between the worlds. We associate him with our thinking and our thought process, but he's also the messenger of the gods. He was the one planet who could go from the highest points of Olympus, you know, the dwelling place of the gods, all the way through material reality and all the way down in the underworld to carry messages between them. And so he links the highest heights with the places of deepest shadow. And so that is certainly, I would mark on your calendar to pay attention to any dreams that you might have on Wednesday night, because that might be Mercury whispering in your ear to give you some perspective or some concept of what all this eclipse energy has meant for you in a way that you hadn't even thought of, which is actually pretty impressive to happen so fast after the eclipse. Usually it takes us time to integrate big things in our life. But, you know, Mercury might help us have it happen to us sooner rather than later. Sounds like a good opportunity for our dream journals. Pull those out. <laughs> <laughs> and at least you'll have plenty of time on Thursday to think about it because Thursday is bringing us one more of those extra long void of course moons periods. 
I know a lot of astrologers don't even like mentioning void, of course, moons because they generally are just moments when the moon is kind of hanging out looking for another dance partner. Just It feels out of sync, but they're usually only an hour long and you can kind of disregard them when they're only an hour. But when the moon feels that out of sorts for 14 hours straight, that's a really, really long time. And it means that there's not a lot of energy to manifest our newest, greatest plans. It's great for taking a step out, taking a time out, recharging your own batteries, hanging out, hanging out in the hammock in the backyard, whatever that means for you. I always think of it, the moon is creating the waves on which we surf by every time it meets a planet, it takes the light of that planetary energy and pushes it into shore. So when the moon is void, it's like the place between the waves. And sometimes we call it slack tide when we just, anyone, I know, Amanda, you probably know this from living at the beach. The waves come in cycles. You'll have a wave and then a wave and then a wave and then there'll be kind of nothing. And then the cycle will start again. You'll have a wave and a wave and a wave and then there's kind of nothing for a little while. And that's just based on the way the, the wind is hitting the shore. So it's a kind of nothing umphy period. So take advantage of it. Hang out, process, sleep, do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself. Get your own private projects or things that you've been working on for a while. Just don't try to launch something new or you'll be swimming upstream the whole time that, you've, uh, that you're working on that project. Sounds like a built-in integration time. Like nature, nature acknowledges the importance of those integration times and gives it to us with those void of course moon periods. So just like you said, Donna, take advantage of that opportunity. Yeah, and how cool is we get an extra long one right after the eclipses? It's like somebody knew we needed a break. Somebody, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the great astrologer in the sky, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so going into the weekend, I actually like the look of Friday because to me, it's all about taking a moment to objectively look at your life. There have been a lot of things going on this week, but I think because of the feelings that are going on, there is an alignment of very positive Mars-Jupiter energy. And Mars and Jupiter together, Jupiter's in Sagittarius, Mars is in Aries. So both of them are trine, which is really harmonious. That trine of those two planets is often linked to one of the most powerful aspects for people who are entrepreneurs, for people who like can like roll up their sleeves and, and get it done and manifest that big vision and lead the way for others. The moon is dark, so that's not necessarily the best time to launch an entire new project, but there's, there is something just positive and optimistic about moving forward. It's kind of like you have a chance to say, oh my gosh, all this stuff has happened, but deep inside there's this feeling of a big fat yes, so to speak, that's the Mars and Jupiter, that makes you go, it's going to be okay. And this new normal, you may not be able to see all of what entails yet for you, but there's a positivity that comes with it. That makes you hopeful for what's going to come next. You know, with these moments of growth, just remember that part of being able to embrace these new moments is taking the time to honor what you're letting go of because you have to let go of something in order to make space for something new. You know, there's a, there's a new show on Netflix right now where the um, 
called tidying up, where they're looking at the Komari method for arranging your house. And before you can arrange things, you've got to take time to get the clutter out of the way. And part of the process is to, as you go through deciding what to keep, what to release, when you're releasing things, to say thank you. Thank you for what you have done for me. Our time is over together. But that in honoring the giveaway, you are setting up an energy, an intentionality about moving through the world that adds a certain numinous quality to all of the moments. Amanda, how do you decide when you've got a lot of options and you want to let some things go and create new things, how do you make space for that choice and how do you go through it? Great question, Donna. You know, I feel like a kid in a candy store a lot of the time. I want to do everything all at once, you know, but I know this gets me into trouble. So I'm really working on greater levels of discernment. And what I've found is that being clear on my plan, being clear on what I want to accomplish, what I want to experience really helps me say no to the things that aren't aligned with the, with whatever those goals or desired outcomes are. But when I don't have a plan, it's like really easy for me to pile on and say yes to a bunch of things. So I I feel like with that little bit of structure, I'm able to more clearly discern the things that are aligned and the things that aren't. But then also it's just a combination of feeling. So feeling into the option of like, how would that feel? You know, like how would it feel to actually do that thing that's being presented? logic, like, does it actually make sense? Does it fit into the plan? Like I was saying before, and then bouncing things off others. You know, my son is in the 12th house and I've found that it is really essential for me to get input and feedback from other people when I'm making decisions, especially big decisions, because sometimes I really cannot clearly see. So it's, it's really helpful for me to have almost like a panel of advisors that I run things by who can help me with the, with those times. So I hope that's helpful. Well, it's helpful for me. Sure, it'll be helpful for other people too. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Saturday, Saturday's getting back in the fractious energy again. Um, it's a, a little bit of a resonance with the weekend before. The moon is in Libra and it's making challenging aspects with Mars and Pluto and Uranus. In fact, it may even be bringing up things from the past, oh, three, four, or five years because it's hitting the places where we've had that Uranus Pluto square that dominated our energies, you know, in the early part of the 20 teens, the the tweens. How do you call that? (laughs) So you might find there's like some history that you're clearing out on this day. And so there is one bright side of all this, though, is that um, the moon is also aligned with that happy Venus Jupiter conjunction. So the way I would move with this energy is. Really try to be grateful for the things that you have and then give yourself some space before you take actions that you can't undo because there's going to be a pull on that day to do both. And once again, as we've said very much during the last couple of weeks is don't, you don't necessarily need to give in to urgency. If that's what you're feeling, I must make a decision right now. Most cases, that's actually not true. What you are doing is translating the emotional intensity of any particular time into a desire to have to act on it. And I know that can be, it can feel frustrating, especially when it's so charged, but to recognize that urgency is just a feeling and we don't always have to choose what's a feeling because it's not you, it's just a feeling. And so sometimes I use that 
again, that quote from Firefly that I've mentioned before, where the woman is in labor and one of the characters says, you know, this is just a moment in time. Even these hard ones, they are just moments in time. We can give ourselves a little bit of space to reflect on them. Uh, We realize that we can work with them rather than reacting to them, if that makes sense. It totally does, Donna. I love for me the analogy of it's just passing clouds. They're just passing clouds. It's just, it feels really dark right now. It's just a passing cloud. So, and I know that we've said that, uh, we've said these things a lot in the last few weeks because it's just, that's been the type of energy that we've all been navigating. So just another reminder, we cannot remind each other enough. (laughs) And you might need it on Sunday. Sunday is definitely one of those don't tread on me flags days. Sunday is definitely one of those days where we might be waving the don't tread on me flag. But think about it. That's a logical consequence. If you've had some really deep emotional experiences, you haven't made space in your life. Even if you've listened to this podcast and heard us say, make space in your life to process this. Let's just assume, let's just imagine for a moment that you didn't listen to us. Well, what would happen a few days later as this stuff is bubbling and you're ignoring and ignoring, eventually you're going to get to a point where you're like, no, no, leave me alone. Everybody go away. Everybody go away because I need some space to process. And Sunday is that moment. And so you might find that you need for the sake of not just your own sanity, but for other people so that they don't get hurt in the process to just scale back, take some time to yourself and allow the energies to integrate within you. And there's no need to start a war for asking that you get some space. You're allowed to ask for some space. And by having someone provide you with that space, if they are wise, they will realize they'll get a better you on the flip side of that space. Amen to that. All right, Donna. So my biggest takeaways for all of you this week the things that I was noting down. Number one is that this is a week of integration time and recovery. So making the space for yourself to do that. Number two, I love this recommendation, Donna, you gave us to thank the things that you're releasing. So if there are things that you're saying goodbye to, if there are things you're saying no to, if there are things that you're letting go of, thanking those things. You know, someone that I love very much in my life always says that all forward motion begins with gratitude. So Giving that thanks to that thing will enable you to move forward with a a, a totally different energy. And then the third thing is pause before taking actions you cannot undo. So take that pause before taking actions that you can't undo. I was just tuning into the energy of the week and thinking, wow, it would be so nice to have a little bit of a rest. (laughs) After all of the um, intensity, just... Again, can you imagine what the world would be like if we all tuned into the script in advance and just had a calendar that was aligned with all of these peaks and valleys, how much easier it would be to recover from the major turning points in our lives? Oh my gosh, yes. I I don't see that happening in the near future, but at least we all can work on that in our personal lives and our individual lives, just doing, you know, and then there's the ideal. And it's like, oh, well, we should, you know, have it all perfectly planned. And it's, it's okay. It's, we're all in the same boat together. Our society is not designed to give us a random week at the end of January to just integrate and process. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the way it is, but that's okay. We can just do our best and, uh, and flow with it all. And remember, for those of you who are enjoying this podcast, who are 
eager to learn more about astrology, who really want to tune into these cycles, you can do that with our inner circle. Our inner circle is open now for a very special enrollment period. If you'd like to take your studies further, and if you'd like to learn from some of the best astrologers in the world with a particular emphasis on your spiritual growth and finding and living your path in community, this is the place for you. If you join before January 31st, you'll receive our special bonus pack from the 2019 forecast event, and you'll receive the 2019 forecast recordings. Plus, you'll make it in time to join us for the new moon forecast and ceremony and self-mastery class with Giselle Terry and David Cochran, two incredible astrologers. I am so excited about their lunar cycle. Giselle was featured on episode 007. She's an astrologer and psychotherapist and absolutely amazing. And David will be featured on the podcast later this week. So if you're interested in learning more about our Inner Circle membership, please check it out at astrologyhub.com slash inner dash circle. We're going to put that link in the show notes so you can check it out. There's no contract. You can try it and cancel anytime. And we would absolutely love to have you. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in, for being a part of our community and for making astrology a part of your life. As I mentioned before, this week we're going to be featuring astrologer David Cochran, who is going to be talking about some of the greatest breakthroughs in research-based astrology, and also how to talk about your passion for astrology to any of the critics or naysayers in your life. So please tune in. It's been great connecting with you here today. Everybody have a great week, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Are you ready to learn more about astrology, take your work with the moon cycles to the next level, and experience what it feels like to be supported by a thriving community of like-minded and like-hearted souls? Then we have the place for you. Join Astrology Hub's Inner Circle, a global community dedicated to spiritual growth, lunar forecasts, and mastery classes with leading astrologers. Simply go to astrologyhub.com slash inner circle to learn more and join us today. Reconnect with your childlike wonder of the universe and rediscover your place and purpose in it all. Join our inner circle today. Visit astrologyhub.com slash inner circle and get in our inner circle today. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Astrology Hub podcast. We can't wait to continue exploring with you and bringing you astrology's most practical wisdom so you can live your life on purpose. We'll catch you on the next episode. Hi, this is Chris Kaplan, the producer of the Astrology Hub podcast. This episode is over, but check the show notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. And if you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and rate using the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts.